And welcome to the Green and Gold Then and Now podcast. I'm Steve Zotke. Jeff Orlowski. The Polish Pipe Bomb. Hello. And once again, it's another episode of the Green and Go Then and Now podcast. We thank you for downloading, uploading, zip loading, whatever loading you're doing, drinking, freeloading, freeloading, you name it. <laughs> Price is right for this podcast. Um, but yes, we thank you for listening and spread the word. Tell uh, tell your friends and make sure you like us on Facebook at Green and Go Then and Now. And uh, also, you can follow us on Twitter. At, um, I'm at Steve Zotke, Z-A-U-T-K-E. Jeff underscore Orlowski, O-R-L-O-S-K-I. Like and share us on, uh, on you know, both Facebook and on uh, on Twitter. Tell your friends. Have them join the party as well. Yes, we uh, we would love the attention. So, um, bad news. Downer. I mean, people know. They lost. Yeah. 20 what was the halftime score 24 nothing right 24 to zip at halftime yeah and you're thinking wowie zowie yeah uh, um and but in a way you weren't surprised i mean there wasn't panic because you're like oh, okay i can see this and let, let's okay let's start from the beginning they they did get screwed on a couple calls, but okay. still, I mean, you should be able to overcome that, and and this is where it gets so frustrating. Okay, understand the 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 punt. Okay, it didn't hit uh, King, right? And my buddy texted Terry O'Brien, who we had on the last podcast. He texted me, "Well, you know, you should go." And Tremont Williams should have won after the ball. Yeah, he should have, but. You know what? I wouldn't have because I it didn't touch him. Right. So why go after a ball if he didn't touch it? So it was a blown call. Replay wasn't even able to help us. They got the ball in the one yard line. Well, what are you going to do? They're going to score. So I I totally understand that. But it was just everything else. Just every. It just. I I guess the frustrating thing in hindsight, looking back, this, you know what irritates me the most, Jeff. What's that? It was when you look at the box score. And it's one of these things you don't notice right away. And I understand it's not 1995. It's not 1975. It's not even 2005. It's a different league. It's a passing league. Passing yards are going crazy and everything else. However, the thing that really frustrated me the most was Aaron Jones, seven carries, 40 yards. Yeah. Yeah, it's an absolute disaster the way McCarthy is Some, handling you know, these running when, backs. When you have a runaway train, and that's what you have, what do you need to do? Ride it? No, that's another thing. Maybe that wasn't the best analogy. But the thing the Packers needed, the, the one thing that really could have helped them was a long, sustained drive in that first half to slow – I mean, when you got a when you got a team firing, they're having fun. You got Jim Bob bebopping, offensive coordinator. You know things are really clicking. They're looking the best they have since New England. The Lions are just like you know this ain't the this ain't the same team we saw, uh, you know, against the Jets and everything else. They're a two faced team. We got the good Lions here. And oh, okay, how do you do that? A nice sustained drive. You are the big brother. Yeah. The Packers are the big brother. 
you're you're a very good coach. You've been telling us this for you know for a while now. Okay, you need to take control of that game. You need a sustained drive to, for one, give your defense a break and to break that momentum. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and they couldn't do it. And there was the drive that they sat there, and they ran Aaron Jones. Uh, they ran like four straight running plays, gained like 45 yards, and then they it was pass, 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 punt. You know, uh, you you did it. You had success. You could use the excuse that you were so far behind that you couldn't run anymore, but that's a load of BS because you could still run the football, not as much. You couldn't have given Aaron Jones 35 carries when you you know you start out down that quick, but he should have had more than seven. It's it's akin to you know everybody's you know Brewers everything's baseball. I I kind of think of when I saw Aaron Aaron Rodgers out there, you thought. Yeah, he's not limping. He looks a little, but he's something's wrong. So he's he's off. His passes weren't crisp. There's this wasn't a Aaron. This wasn't a plus Aaron Rodgers. This wasn't this was your not not that good Aaron Rodgers. Still better than a lot of other quarterbacks. But you know what? This ain't the best quarterback in the league we saw last week. This was your you're still in the top th third probably in that. But th let's. Let's not. He doesn't have to carry the team, especially when you can run against this team. Let's, you know, especially when he's not. He's not. You can tell he's not throwing. His his accuracy was off. Oh, he had a horrible first 52, half. Fifty two attempts. Now I understand second half. You're playing from behind and all that stuff. You're down twenty four points. But I'm saying in that first half. You know, maybe if you had that long sustained drive. He only has 40 attempts. Right. As if, you know, which, you know, okay, this is the new league. But 52, I mean, 32 for 52, 20. When was the last time he missed 20 passes? Right. You know. But, okay. He threw for 442 yards. But as we know, yards in this league are very deceiving nowadays, aren't they? Yeah, of course. But, and he had two fumbles. But, you know, he came out. He wasn't the crisp you know, uh rock star that we're used to in the first half. He had an amazing second half. Uh, and, you know, if you go back and there's a bunch of gifts and stuff on Twitter that show that Aaron Rodgers, what, you know, was missing. There were guys wide open yeah. that he just wasn't throwing to. But the thing is, well, though. Okay. Well, hold that thought. Is that because they haven't earned my trust yet? I mean, it was no Cobb. Yeah, but it's not no. the trust thing because MVS had seven catches in that yeah, game. I know. And you, you know, just wonder if he's like, it, I, there's a part of me that thinks that, yeah, he's open, but I'm not going to throw it all. I'm going to force it. You know, I, I do you get that feeling too sometimes? Sometimes I do. Where, where he's like, eh, people I'm get throw it in. to Devante. Yeah, people get into Aaron Rodgers' doghouse. Yeah, he there. Yes, I think yes, I think there there's a doghouse, and yeah, there's, and it's frustrating, you know. But I don't put the blame on Aaron Rodgers. No, I don't no. put the blame on Mason Crosby, who just missed another kick uh, five seconds ago. So <laughs> he's still missing. You know, it, I, I want to bring up Mason Crosby here in just a moment. So we'll we'll we'll, we'll come back to that. You know. The blame for me falls on McCarthy. 
because if it's right at mediocre Mike because of the fact that he, you know, besides him coming out and saying he's a damn good football coach, for years <laughs> he also came out and said we get off the bus running the the football, saying that we want to run. Every single preseason for the last 10 years, I want to have a better run-pass balance. And we all know it's bull crap because we've heard it for years and it never happens. Yet he says it every damn year. You know, and this is a perfect example. The Packers are struggling mightily, but Aaron Jones isn't. He's still tearing off six yards, seven yards a clip. Here's the thing. Well, it's a new league. They were throwing him the ball. Okay. Two two receptions, nineteen yards for Aaron Jones. Oh well, then he must have missed. No, he only had three targets. Yeah. So that's that's the frustrating thing, is, you know, I I understand two backs, Jamal Williams, and that's fine. We can we can do that. A lot of teams are doing that. I'm not saying I don't want him to carry the ball twenty five thirty times. I'm just saying, we need to feature Aaron Jones more, and sometimes and when we have Aaron Rodgers not hitting. Then it it's Philbin. I mean, if Philbin can't go to the to the very good coach, as we've been told, and tell him, you know, Aaron just doesn't look so sharp. So sharp, you know, maybe we should mix in this package or that package, and let's, you know, I mean, what did they talk about at half? Well, see, at halftime it was too late though. But it's just frustrating that that you know it's a tale of two teams, and I think the fans are getting sick of this. You know, all and and. I knew twenty four nothing. I knew. I'm thinking, yeah, yeah, they're gonna get probably within a touchdown. Yeah, and sure enough, now the Crosby deal we're gonna talk about in just a second here. But you know, it's just so frustrating. How long have we been seeing this tale of two cities? Yeah, same. You know, same slow start year after year after year. And then the the, the first half, second half crap. You know, you have games and weeks where, you know, Buffalo goes to Minnesota and blows them out. These are the times where we need to sit there and not only win games, you know, for for record, but win games because down the line, when we're hitting the road in the playoffs, instead of having teams, domed teams, come in to icy Lambeau yeah. Field, yeah. that is one hell of a home field advantage. We're going to miss out on all that because we don't run the ball. Because you know, uh, you know, when it when it's plain as day that Rodgers is off in the first half, you don't run, no sustained drives. You know, like you said, all this stuff, it is going to come back and bite the Packers in the ass down the road. The secret is out, by the way. Mike McCarthy hasn't finally exposed. There's been whispers. Finally, it's, it's been going no, on no, for no, four no, years. No, no, The national media has not been on this. Well, finally, yeah, they're waking yeah. up. They yeah. are waking yeah. up. This is from SB Nation. Have you ever asked yourself, what would Jeff Fisher be like if he had a generational talented quarterback? The answer is Mike McCarthy. Oh, that burns. Consist- consistently <laughs> underwhelming, dedicated to mediocrity. He's managed to rise above the 7-9 and nine BS – Oh, no, I, that's right. It's a podcast. He's been able to rise above the 7-9 and nine bullshit because Aaron Rodgers works miracles to salvage the Packers' season after slow starts. But sitting at 2-2-1, two, two and one, that might be too much to ask of, the Green Bay, ask of Green Bay's hobbled quarterback. Just look at how stale the passing game 
has has been five games into the season. And this is what I mentioned last podcast was when they brought in Philbin, we tore down the offense to the base. We've totally rebuilt it. It's been torn down and rebuilt. And as uh, Pete Townsend so poetically said, the old, the new boss is just like the old Same boss. Same as the old boss. <laughs> yeah. You know, and, and what did if anybody... You to, if you go to SB Nation, uh, it's the NFL Panic Index uh, 2018. There's a graph that shows on specific statistics where the Packers rank. Uh, this is pretty interesting. Like standard down success rate. Well, the Packers are at 12th. Okay. But big play rate, they're 19th. Yeah. And uh, with Devontae, Jimmy Graham, Aaron Rodgers. explosiveness. They can, you know, this is the new metrics and everything. 24th. Passing marginal efficiency is 24th. Passing downs, marginal explosiveness, 20th. You know, it's just, it lacks explosiveness. Well, we got injuries in that. I mean, what what is the easiest position to fill on a, on a football team? Probably running back nowadays. Yeah, but I'm thinking uh, one uh, of the, uh, one of the, the, the well, I, as somebody else has called, the, 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 the car stereo of the football team. And that's the the wide receiver, right? You know, I mean, I look at the Browns this year. I'm really surprised who they have at wide receiver. They brought in, you know, they have one one king and the rest are pawns. Yeah. But you look at the at the Packers, you know, they brought in all these guys, what all these wide receivers and whatnot, and you know, don't draft three wide receivers hoping that one works out, right? And that's why that that's what. I was kind of scared when they drafted three. I'm like, why are you drafting three? Mm-hmm. You know, so I understand. I can understand the Jordy Nelson situation because don't judge what Jordy's doing now. Judge what Jordy does at the end of next year. And I think you're going to see two Jordy Nelsons. But besides that, they brought in Jimmy Graham. That's fine. You're trading Jimmy Graham for Jordy Nelson. Right. That's all well, everybody do. would do that. So I don't have no problems with the personnel, except a little bit. I'm I'm thinking, this he's a very good coach. Not only okay, the easiest guy to replace sometimes in, in a, on a football team is wide receiver, but they're also, I understand, all the different reads and whatnot, and it's west, you know, it's a hybrid of the West Coast offense and everything, and you got a short, but that's stuff you should be able and plus. You know, these guys are not two-year wide receivers in college. You know, St. Brown, I think, was five. I think he was redshirted. So these guys know. They've been in, in programs. They know route running. They should be able to pick up on this stuff. Right. And he should as, be further along if he's such a good coach, isn't he? Of course. Of course. He's supposedly the quarterback guru, and he hasn't besides Aaron oh, Rodgers. And I'm still pissed off after watching that Saints game last night and seeing Taysom Hill. Well, but that's another thing. You know, that's Ted. But that was, I, I I said that last year. Keep tasting Hill. Get rid of everybody else. Very. Well, we had Red Hundley with uh, with the quarterback room. Ah, screw you. I know, it's all crap coming out of Green Bay, man. It all is. But they'll win Monday night, and everything will be everything will be happy. 
I guess. But no, I think I think yeah, I if but, you know, go back, okay, to uh go back to Wednesday's big show and I want to say it was during the 2 o'clock hour, so if you look for that, the same place you found us on Radio.com, Big Show, Wednesday, 10, 10, 2 o'clock hour. Gary Ellerson, who yelled at me for months and months and months because I've, I've wanted uh, McCarthy fired yeah. forever, called me an idiot, called me stupid, said I had no idea about football and I don't know what the hell I'm talking about, comes out on October 10th, <laughs> and says, yeah, I don't care if they fire him. Yeah. Whoa. Hey, Gary, welcome to the party. Thanks for opening your eyes finally. You finally expect more out of this team than to sit there and go 10-6 and six and get knocked out in the first or second round of the playoffs every year. Well, it's about time. It's about time. People are waking up. McCarthy, okay, you want to compare. Mike McCarthy's been in the league forever. Mike McCarthy's been a head coach forever. Andy Reid's been in the league forever and a head coach forever as well. Andy Reid has evolved with the National Football League, where Mike McCarthy has not evolved at all. If you want to see, you know, if you say, oh, yeah, you know, uh, pipe bomb, you don't know what the hell you're talking about, watch a Chiefs game, only pay attention to the offense. Anytime they're on defense, just fast forward, because who the hell cares? Watch the Packers offense. You want to say... That the the creativity, even Monday night night with the Saints. Oh yeah, Sean Payton. Yeah, I know. I I they evolve with the NFL, where Mike McCarthy is so stubborn and doesn't. They ran a play. They ran two tight ends, post patterns, straight. Now, what? I think on our first couple of podcasts, we were talking about how we're going to see all these really cool double tight end formations with because we got what we do, we got not only Mercedes Lewis, we got Jimmy Graham, and we have uh, uh, Kendricks. Kendricks. Yeah, you know, I'm thinking double tight end sets. This is going to be really unique. We're gonna, I mean, this is going to be really cool. What do I see last night? I see two tight ends. Saints aren't known for their tight ends. No. Funny. And a 30-yard catch because the two tight ends running post patterns froze the linebackers, and the safety was like, where the hell do I go? Where do I go? And then Peyton threw it to the open guy because the, the deep safety could only take one of the tight ends. Yeah. I'm yeah. thinking, what? This is what I was talking. This is what I, I was saying. Me, stupid Steve. That's the play I was thinking of when I was mentioning that. Right. Oh, I know. What? How many double tight end sets have we seen? Which they passed. Not they they've run out of that. They've run from that formation, but right. Or you know, uh, when they're in that formation and it is a pass, how many times are both tight ends running down the field? Right. Running actual routes to try to catch the football. Not often. No. Not all. Where are we at time? Let's get to Crosby. We're 20 minutes in. 20 minutes in. Crosby. You know, we've seen this before. Yep. We sure as hell Pre-season have. Preseason 2016, was it? No, uh, he had that one was, year. Or was it 15? It might be 15. It's one of these. Yeah, that one year. That where one all year, year where he struggled mightily. 
And then was they brought all... in competition in the preseason the following but year, and he won. And I he... thought it was a preseason. And we. He's still an 80% field goal kicker. He, was, he, he had fixed it, though, I thought. Well, he missed a bunch of kicks. Uh, I want four, I know one year he was down one. Yeah. But, but there was one preseason where he was doink, doink, doink. Right. But then it fixed. I, I'm thinking this is just it, – it's, it's a mechanical issue. You know – There's a there's a glitch in his – it's like a golfer or a pitcher. He shit the bed, and he looked awful. He knows it. He well, knows it, he, and he's a veteran. But how is he missing him? He missed one a little bit left and a little bit right. You know. Now, if he was chucking these things and they were going in, you know, sideways or something, then it's – but they were close. He hit yeah. the uprights twice. Right. But I don't blame him. I don't blame – No. I'm not blaming Crosby for the well, loss because you – 13 points. Okay, but. it's 13 and they lost by what? Seven? Eight. Eight? Eight. Okay, so, you know, he makes all the kicks, they win. But why are we going for four field goals against the Detroit Lions? It's not like they have yeah. the Ravens defense from back in the Super Bowl years right. with Ray Lewis and all on all those guys. It's not like they've got the old Steeler defenses right. from back in the day. It's the god darn freaking Detroit Lions, yeah. man. You know, and, and he's it, always done that. It's unreal. That's that's why we haven't been back to the Super Bowl because there's been documented times where you know where you you don't punt, and we saw this with uh, uh, in Dallas Sunday Sunday night. Well, I'm not talking about it, punting. Yeah, which was a stupid move by Jason one, Garrett. You got his, yeah, you have Ezekiel Elliott. Right. But, that you know, why are we not punching the ball in the end zone? Right. And it all comes down to offensive creativity and how the Green Bay well, Packers okay. don't have any. It's you like the defenses know what's coming. Well, because, you know, Aaron wasn't having his best, uh, you know, his best day. Well, then why did he throw 52 times? <laughs> You know, yeah, exactly. And okay, I, the, you know, in a way, I wish we had New York. I mean, I love the guys that come on, uh, you know, one hundred five seven and all that Green Bay and everything. But in a way, he's getting he's getting a, a, a pass because this is New York. You know, he'd be getting his ass chewed out. Okay, I'm glad you brought that up because uh, on uh, Tuesday, so uh, October 9th on the big show. Sparky was trying to blame Aaron Rodgers and stuff like that for a lot of the problems in the Detroit game. Now, everybody this season's all madly in love with Patrick Mahomes. He's the new right. he's the new car, he's the new shiny right. toy, and the kid is playing fantastic. You put Mahomes's stats up against Aaron Rodgers' stats, they're the exact same. Exact same. Mahomes has them by 0.5 of a percent in completion percentage. Rodgers has more touchdowns. Rodgers has less picks. And everything else, yards, everything is the exact same. So you want to tell me that Aaron Rodgers is struggling? And this is after he had that bad first half against Detroit. The guy is still and God's gift to football. Yeah. On one leg, a horrible half in Detroit, and he still has the exact same stats as everybody's new favorite golden boy, Patrick Mahomes. Well, here's the one thing that's saving McCarthy right now. The Brewers. That and, <laughs> and who's the next golden child? 
as far as who's the next big, who's the who's the next coach? What do they do? Let's say, let's say the Packers lose wild card. They get in, they sneak in, and they they do the old. You know, in in two weeks from now, we're three three and one because we lost to the Rams. We will beat the Forty ers and then uh, who do we have coming up? Rams, and there's a bye in there too later. And San Fran bye, San Rams, Dolphins, Patriots, yeah, all so, coming up. Yeah, you know, and then they make the the usual push. Right, December, November, December, they make their push. They get into the playoffs. They lose. I don't. They even if they win a wild card, or win the division. The divi- This is in- this is going to be interesting because we were thinking right now, the the Vikings would be five and zero, oh, right? Yeah, pretty one. much four and one because yeah. they'd lose to us. They've shit the bed. Yeah, and and the Lions are a little better. The Bears, mm, they're yeah, they're a shiny new toy too. It'll be interesting. We're gonna see just how good Mitchell Trubisky is. I mean, he had they had that big game, you know, scoring fifty forty nine whatever it was, right? In which that's I think that's what pissed off Aaron Rodgers. He saw what the Bears did. And he's thinking, we only scored 22 against the Bills. That's what pissed him off because he saw what was happening 120 miles south in Chicago. Yeah. He said, that, that's how we should have looked against the Bills. Hello. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, you know, so, okay, and they, if they lose a wild card, they don't, if they don't get in the playoffs, they lose a wild card. Even if they win a division, I, I think it could be see ya, Mike McCarthy. Yeah, I think so too. And then he'll end up in. He's going to keep his fingers crossed that Mike Tomlin gets fired out of Pittsburgh. And, you know, because obviously uh, McCarthy would want to go back home and coach for the Steelers. He'd be a good fit for McCarthy, for uh, Pittsburgh McCarthy would be. Well, you wouldn't have to worry about the Steelers anytime then. Yeah, but I think he would end up, uh, you know. So who's the shiny new toy you're talking about? I don't know. Who is that? See, I would sit there, and I fully expect if, and they're off to a good start, but I think everything that I've heard, the fan base and the media hate Adam Gase in Miami. You know, we were talking, see, and that's the thing. I, you know what I think happens? And this is, this, I mean, this is wild shit we're coming up with. Right. But Pettin is the coach. If they the defense in, rebounds. And they bring in Gase. As the offensive yeah. coordinator? See, I'd be fine with that. I, I would love that. I'd because be fine with that if Petten can turn the defense Terry around. Terry was here last week, and his brother and I were all thinking, Adam Gase. They were all like, yes, we'll do it. We'll hire Adam Gase. When, he, when they were when they were, when he was, when when he he was he, having interviews with Miami. Yeah, I wanted him then, too. They said they wanted and I was like... Oh, I couldn't pull the trigger. I was like, mm. you know, I was like, you know what? If it happens, I'm fine with it. But I I was like, yeah, I was still drinking. You know, McCarthy still had me. You know, it. Uh, I would love to see that. But the, the Packers defense needs to rebound for Petten to have any shot of becoming a head coach. You know, yes, the talent and the, the uh, last few drafts, uh, this year, you know, excluded obviously because it's way too early to judge most of these guys. The the talent level and everything like that on on the defense is lacking. But Petten came in; he's got a you know obviously he had success everywhere. He was the D coordinator, 
So if he can salvage this defense the later we go in the season and get them to respectable or better than respectable, I would have no problem with him taking over for mediocre Mike as head coach next season. But if he does not get the defense uh, to where, you know, respectability, at least yeah. a little bit better than average in the league, then you, you got to look elsewhere. And then will. I would I would try to get Gase as my head coach. What about Josh McDaniels? I like him, but I don't think he, I don't think he'd leave. For the Packers? He's, I hate to say it, but Brady goes. If it, well, you know Brady, Brady and Belichick are joined. They're going to go off as a as a unit. I would I imagine yeah. that. <sighs> but McDaniel's had to have been promised to oh, be. You know he was the man in be, waiting. Four years of Aaron Rodgers would that be enough to get you to come? It, for me, hell yeah, absolutely. Or do you roll the dice with Mister Kraft and his little sugar? honey and his white collar and you go you know hey and his long hair i'd go up have you seen him with his you know they show him in the suite with his son Mm -hmm. his son is mr conservative and now there's Kraft getting his hair growing long i'm waiting for i'm waiting for that his 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 the the dark shirt with the white collar i'm waiting for that to go (laughs) that'll be the next thing open collar you know with this have you seen his girlfriend? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he traded up. Money does uh, yeah. does wonderful yeah. things. We a whole wonderful wife. Oh, she was, and she was. I guess she was. A, everybody loved her. This and that. But boy, that didn't take too long. Let's see. I got this coupon for a forty-year-old nice little. Yeah, mm. yeah the side dish is uh, delicious as well. Yes, I'm gonna cash this in right now. And, <laughs> but okay, yeah, Adam Gase. Uh, yeah, I think it would be Pettin, and then uh, they would bring in Gase. Yeah, you know, we'll see. We'll see. You know, there's. But got- see, I don't want Gase to come here for two years. Well, actually. I would take Gase for two years, Super Bowl, then he can move on. Yes. And, you know. The goal is you got to get another Super Bowl. You can't have two Hall of Fame quarterbacks, 25 years, and two Super Bowls. Right. That's going to be a stain. I mean, oh, the Packers are so, you know, this and that. I don't, hey, Buffalo Bill fans, I call it bullshit. Oh, we were happy to get the the four Super Bowls yeah, in a row, and bunch oh, it was really great. This and that, they would trade all four of them in for one Super Bowl win. Absolutely, in a heartbeat, they would. In a heartbeat, you and know, all those players too are the same thing. Yeah, you know, it it's a hundred percent true, man. It, you, you know, two Hall of Fame, back to back quarterbacks, two Super Bowls, completely unacceptable. We've been fed a a line of bullshit year after year after year. And, you know, with Ted not getting free agents, now we got a guy who gets free agents. There's no offensive creativity. We don't run the football. Our defense and special teams have sucked forever. It's the same old story in Green Bay, and we just keep eating it up like crazy. And at the end of the day, a lot of the blame is going to fall on the, uh, the local media and the fans themselves because when you look back and when you're old – and you're trying to tell your kids about how amazing Aaron Rodgers was and how amazing Brett Favre was, 
and your little grandkid looks at you and says, Grandpa, how come they only have two rings in those days if they were so good? You're going to be pissed off that you didn't have the stones to start making more noise and getting this team to take action on it. And I'll tell you this, uh, Steve, if they get knocked out in the wild card round, if they miss the playoffs, even if they lose in the, in the divisional round and Mike McCarthy is not fired, then Mark Murphy needs to go because he is completely blind if he can't see that this team needs a damn change. You want no, to listen. I think, I think, I think McCarthy saved his job last year. And I think, I, I think there was, there was some talk and I think, McCarthy was it was painted into a little bit of a corner, and then they came up. This was a let's try this, let's try this, the whatever you want to call it, the Trinity, the three-headed monster, whatever you want to call it, up on twelve sixty-five Lombardi Avenue. But um, I, 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 there's already rumblings, and it's and now the national media is starting. To, yeah, and you you know when Mark Murphy goes to a cocktail party, you know what he's hearing. What's going on with McCarthy? He's hearing the whispers, trust me. I hope so. He does. Hey, this is a green and gold then and now. Uh, we, mediocre Mike got us all riled up here. We'll see what happens next week. But uh, quickly, let's do the, the, the then, the, I guess, the then part of it. And I want to talk about 49ers and Packers. Lots of memorable games. You know, back in the old days, there was a time when the Packers would take a would do a West Coast swing. It was just like baseball. They would usually end the season on the West Coast. They would play the Rams and or the 49ers and then you know an, a, another team. And, uh, and uh, um, it was the Rams were, you know, everybody talks about the Rams and, 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 and how they were strong teams, Roman Gabriel and uh, Merlin Olsen, Deacon Jones and all those guys. But, you know, the, the, the 49ers – uh, in the early early seventies, with John Brody, were actually pretty good teams and almost got to a Super Bowl. So the very competitive teams, but I'm not talking about that. Uh, it's Monday Night Football, and the one game that and always reminds me of when I hear Monday Night Football and then Packers 49ers goes back to 1996, the magical year, and that was the one year where it's a Super Bowl, and you knew it right away. Just how now they just dominated from week one and then i think it was week three they played san diego i think it was like 37 to three and they were just that and the thing what you knew Favre and everything but it was that defense Mm -hmm. defense was really i mean it was impressive but let's go back to 1996 and uh packers were five and one playing a four and one 49ers and who is the quarterback quiz time for what the Niners? Forty Niners, kind of, and you'll you'll go, oh yeah, and was actually pretty good. I remember, yeah, you know, the reason why I remember him because he was pretty good. He was very, he was a top by six quarterback in fantasy. Was that Jeff Garcia? Nope. That's good, good answer though. But no, that's before Garcia, Elvis Gerbach. Oh yeah, and uh, the actually the the 49ers were leading at halftime, seventeen to six. Okay, and I remember that I was like. Ugh. But I'm thinking, eh, you know, it's, you got Favre. And uh, and that's the game in which Don Beebe caught a pass and he got up and ran it in. Right. And was he touched? Was he? And I think he was touched. Hey, but that was before, yeah. Ah, well, uh, 
Was, I think 59, yeah, it was a 59-yard uh, reception by Don Beebe. But that was the one where uh, overtime, uh, and it was uh, Chris Jackie. Yeah. It was his fifth field goal of the game, 53-yarder in the mud. Remember, it was real I do. wet. And, I do. And uh, that was before they added the the new turf that they have now. This was the old painted mud. Yep. Even though it was early in the season. So, uh, yeah. And now that's so that's the game I think of uh, Monday Night Football when you hear uh, Packers and 49ers. Is that, that came from the magical uh, season of 1996. And uh, we talked briefly uh, uh, a couple of episodes ago about that debacle with the Ravens, mm-hmm. forty-eight to three. And that was, you know, what that was? That was uh, Sherman's. That, that's that's when he knew Sherman era is over. Yeah. Well. So we'll see what happens if that. Hopefully, I I, I we'll see what happens. You know, I mean, in a way. <sighs> It's a marriage that's... You know me. I hate Mike McCarthy, <laughs> but I hope I hope that Mike McCrappy ends up getting a five-year extension because that means he won the Super Bowl. Yeah. So I'm rooting Can for the Packers out, yeah. to, to yeah, win the it's... Super Bowl, and you know, but uh, I don't see it happening with him at the helm. So I hope he I hope he goes. Well, and you know, it's really up to Rodgers. Rodgers has enough power now. He can whisper. He can he can he can drop. And he, he's already done that after that Bills game. So And that was another thing. Was, People were giving him crap about that. You know, oh, he's not a good leader because he's blasting McCarthy out in the press. But who's to say that Aaron Rodgers didn't say this stuff to mediocre Mike yeah. behind closed doors and Mike wouldn't listen. So the only way That's for him to point. get it out was to do it through the press. Good point. I'm Steve Zotke. I'm the Polish Piper. I'm Jeff Orlowski. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Green and Gold Then and Now podcast. Make sure you like us and uh, like our fan page or the Facebook uh, and on Twitter. And Twitter. So uh, thank you for listening, and we'll talk to you next week.